Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Your host, Paul, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and the brand new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, now available on Audible. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Jamison, and I am packing my suitcases as we speak and uh, getting ready to head down to sunny Florida. I'm absolutely fired up, guys, uh, for this year's largest collaboration in our industry. Uh, It's called the Hype House, and the biggest influencers in the industry from uh, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, uh, social media, and general podcasting. Uh, We're all headed down to Florida for a week and are going to be making content. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, You're invited to join us on the final day. Uh, We're going to be doing a big old meetup in Tampa, Florida at Armature Works Park. Uh, Toro's going to be giving away some lawnmowers. Uh, I believe Red Max is going to be giving away some power equipment. And it's going to be a lot of fun. It's free. And, uh, Again, that's in Armature Works Park, uh, Saturday, February 5th, 2022, if you're listening in real time in the afternoon. And so because I'm getting all of my podcast equipment and, and video cameras and lights, camera action, right? All, all this stuff, you know, packing up my uh, 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 summer clothes. <laughs> it feels great, man. Uh, last trip, I, you know, was taking a little jacket up to Maryland. This trip, I'm packing the suntan lotion. So I prefer the uh, the Florida weather for sure. So Long story short, what we're going to do on today's episode is a takeover uh, from our friends David and Braden from the Blue Collar Babble Podcast. They are up in Ohio, and uh, I ran into those guys up at uh, Michigan at the Launchpreneur Academy event, and uh, they were wanting to be on the show, and that was just crazy. If you guys were at Brian's event, it was Uh, I podcasted all day. I forget how many episodes I did and I ran out of time. So I said, listen, guys, I'm going to get you on the show. And, uh, you know, being a man or woman of your word is so important. And so here we are. It's been a little while. I apologize for that. But uh, I thought this would be perfect timing uh, to give me a chance to continue packing and uh, getting everything ready. You ever know when you're about to leave and you feel like you're forgetting something? So I have that feeling times like 12. So I'm just trying to make sure I uh, get every last little thing because literally one missing cable, uh, you know, can really be difficult. I mean, I'm sure I could just drive the best buy and buy one or whatever, but I, I want to be prepared. So uh, that's where my mind's at today. And I'm really thankful for uh, David and Braden, uh, quarterback of today's show, taking things over and uh, enjoy hearing from them. And also thanks to today's sh- uh, show sponsor, Company Cam. They're actually going to be sponsoring our uh, kickoff tour here as I head down to Florida. And so we really appreciate them. Uh, Kohler Engines and um, Xmark are going to be the sponsors of the upcoming kickoff tour. So thanks again to our friends at Company Cam for uh, partnering with us here at the Green Entry Podcast. And uh, if you guys need to take pictures while you're on the property, share that with your team. Make sure everyone's on the same page of what's going on. Company Cam is the last app you will need for that as uh, they'll store all those photos and uh, keep your team in touch with what's going on on each property. Thanks again to our friends at Company Cam. Without further ado, let's head up to the Buckeye State and hear from my friends from the Blue Collar Babble Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about 
entrepreneurship and lessons we've learned and maybe you're looking to become an entrepreneur and kind of branch off if you're an employee and just our experiences with the things we've learned and lessons, downfalls, things like that. Yeah. We haven't learned anything because uh, we know it all. <laughs> yeah. We're knowing all. We've never failed. We're just perfect. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, um, I think, I feel like we haven't made like, as we've heard some people like, you know, they've made some really big mistakes. Um, I feel like one, since we're kind of younger companies, we haven't made like, you know, yeah, we've only been in business for a handful of years. So right. we haven't uh, made million dollar mistakes. Exactly. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess time will tell. Time will tell. Yes. But, yes. um, I just, I, we've been so blessed with like the resources that we've had like Paul's, Brian's, Keith's, you know, Stanley, you know, everybody, you know, sorry if you missed anyone, but you know, <laughs> there's just so many out there and you know, we've just been able to learn from their mistakes and just run, know how to run a business. So it's not like we have any earth shattering, like can't right. believe you did that. And yeah. so glad you shared that with us, but yeah, let, let all of them make mistakes. And then we learn from, <laughs> they're just the frontline people. Let, let Brian make the mistakes and he'll teach us or something like that. Yeah. And th- th- yeah. I mean, it's just so great that they're willing to share that and just help mm-hmm. others not make the same thing. And that's what, it's just amazing that that's what they're there for. Yeah, um, absolutely. And that's, that's why we're on here too, as well with our podcast is, you know, we've, we've been doing it a couple of years and we've been through the ringer quote unquote, uh, and want to share our failures and stuff with you guys. So you can get some good information if you're trying to do the same thing. Yeah. And it's just, it's good to get, uh, like a younger vision on things because you know, like Brian, he's been in it for, I think 10, 15 years. I don't even know, Yeah, but he's been in it for a while. And so, you know, it's just easier one to ask us questions and, you know, maybe we can give somewhat of the same answer, but you know, we have a younger eye and, you know, we can help out and have like a, I guess, a, a younger advice, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Having the different, different sort of look on things because yeah. of your age. And, uh, actually before you go in here, I just want to say <clears throat> to our, to our normal listeners, um, go on our Instagram at blue collar Babel podcast and, uh, DM us, ask us a question for a future podcast episode. We'll answer it at the end. Um, and even sometimes on our story, we'll run a, run a little thing where you can ask a question, but, uh, visit our Instagram page right now, before, stop the show and go ask. <laughs> us a question uh that you want to know and we can we'll yeah. answer and talk about it on it the can show. be as smart or as dumb i mean it doesn't have to be you know yeah no dumb shattering like what's our favorite color but yeah it could be that it could it could literally be anything about business about personal stuff we'll uh we'll be happy to to answer those for yeah. you but um i guess so paul asked us if we would you know, be willing to, you know, kind of record a video and, uh, send it to him because we wanted to be on the podcast, but just kind of how things lined up, it wasn't going to work. So he just gave us his card and said, Hey, you guys want to record one, send it to me. So we're very grateful for that opportunity. Absolutely. Obviously kind of what we're doing here. Yeah, absolutely. And then if you're, if you're listening to us on, from our, from our end, go check out the green industry podcast, um, on Apple podcasts, Spotify, I don't know what else he's on, uh, but go listen to Paul James. Probably everything. And, yeah, probably everything. Go listen to him because he's a great guy. You'll learn a lot from him, and um, that's where we've learned a lot of our information. So, yep. uh, yeah. And they get 50,000, 60,000 listeners a month. So, yeah, way more we're than just us. Yeah. Super grateful. Yeah, we get like two listeners a month. So, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, go check him out too. And, um, we want to get on here today and just talk about entrepreneurship in general. And, but before Dave and I sat down here, we were talking is like our entrepreneur mindset, mind mindset versus an employee's mindset. And I don't know who's listening. If you're an entrepreneur yourself or looking to start or if you're an employee and like, 
Some people are content. Yeah, which is fine, which is fine. And and this is kind of going to explain that. Some people are completely content working a nine to five or eight to five every single day for 40 years. And to me, it blows my mind why. And you're making, maybe you get a, a little bit of a raise every year. And it just blows my mind why some people are comfortable with that. And that's okay. But yeah. just our mindset and like entrepreneurs are different than employees. And I think we're all born that way. I, I, an employee can become an entrepreneur and learn, but, um, and the natural mindset that we have is so different. And with everybody out there who owns a business, it's just so yeah, different. And I don't want anything, anyone to think that we're coming across as like, you know, we're edgy or like we're cooler than you or like we're edgy. <laughs> <laughs> like we're just so different, bro. <laughs> we're built, built different. different. <laughs> but no, like it's just, I can't help. Like I just always constantly thinking about numbers and just stupid stuff. And I don't, I trust me, I don't come across as smart, but I'm just thinking about, you know, you know, different things, different businesses. Like I kid you not, I probably use my calculator a lot. Like I do, I'll, I'll randomly I'll, type numbers and Sarah looks at me like, the hell are you doing? <laughs> like I'm there playing down to Florida. I was on my, on my calculator for probably <laughs> a little Such bit of a nerd way too longer than a normal person would be. <laughs> like I'll just, I should look up my, my time. I'm on the calculator. I, could, I forgot you could do that. Yeah. But I'm just like, on my calculator typing numbers in how this would work, how that would work percentages. Yeah. And not that, you know, I want to sound smart, but that's just the way it is. Like it's, it's just crazy. Yeah. And like, sometimes I wish I wasn't like that because I wanted just, that's, you know, quote unquote different and yeah. not normal. And, and like, I wish I could just have like quote unquote normal thoughts. Like <laughs> <laughs> David, what are you thinking about? What are you thinking about in there? Yeah. It's just, it's just like crazy upstairs sometimes. It is. But yeah. And that's just the way it is. And when you work nine to five and the fact that like when you're an entrepreneur, I don't know if you're an entrepreneur listening to this, you'll understand that you can grow your income every single year, no matter how hard you work. If you just sell more jobs, sell more items, whatever it may be, your income can grow. But and then when you're an employee stuck at, um, well, I don't want to say stuck because some employees are just that it's fine to be an employee, yeah. you know, that's completely fine. So I don't want to bash that, but, um, it's, uh, geez, I don't even know where the hell I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Lost my train of thought. I don't know. Um, but just being an entrepreneur, the mindset's different. You know how it is. Your, your income will grow as you grow, but when you're an employee, it can be stuck. Your income it's is so, not, it's is so stagnant. easy to just for like people that aren't entrepreneurs, they, if they can't afford something, they're thinking, Oh, well, how do I save money? How do I cut this cost out? How do I do this? How do I do that? But what we're thinking is, is how do I make more money? Yeah. So I don't have to sacrifice anything that I already have. Exactly. Like that's just two totally different mindsets. They're like, Oh, well I'll just, I'll cut out Starbucks. I'll cut out my Netflix. I'll cut out, which is fine. Like that's probably not good for you in the first place, but like in the end, Starbucks it's too expensive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they say like, uh, coffee is like your health. Netflix is your time. And you know, there's a bunch of crap <laughs> like that. You go down the wormhole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, there's just so many things that, I don't know. It's just different. Yeah, it is different. The mindsets are crazy. And even if you sit down and talk with, if you're an employee yourself or vice versa entrepreneur, if you talk with someone who's an employee or entrepreneur, there's a key difference in, in how, how I feel like they're think. always, they're always talking about risk. Yeah. Like they're like, Oh, well that's just, yes. Entrepreneurs are way more risky than, um, employees. So they're just like, well, risque. 
Well, have you thought that through? I mean, it seems pretty risky. Yeah, employees are the safe. That's a safe game because you're. Yeah. You think about it. You're you're going to get hired for a company. They say we'll pay you ninety thousand a year, no matter what. You, you're locked in. That's safe. But here you're an employee, or you're an entrepreneur, and you, let's say you're starting your business. You have no idea. You're not going to make anything when you start your business, usually right off the bat. But even in five years from now, you don't know what you're going to make. Right. You know, you can have goals, what you want to make, but there's no set income every year. Like our businesses could fail and we'd make nothing next year. It, yeah. It and what happen. I would argue to that is as an entrepreneur, how I'd argue that is I, f- I feel like working one job is the least or yeah, the least safest thing you could do. Yeah. Because I saw this great example. It was like a deck of cards on top of a uh, expo marker. And then it, so I said like your life was the deck of cards and then the expo marker was uh, your income. And so it said, take away your income from your one job, then you fail. Like you, you, fall. Dec- you fall. You got but a point. You if, got a point. If you have your business and I would almost argue like lawn care, all the different services are different streams of income. Because like lawn mowing, landscaping, they're all totally different because some people that's all they specialize in. So like, especially mowing versus landscaping. Yeah. 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 So I'd almost argue like they're all different streams within one, one business itself. But like entrepreneurs, they have seven, five, three different markers holding them up. One goes down. That's okay. You know, they're not going to, you know, be on the streets tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. If you lose your job, you're, you're, you're scrambling. Yeah. And so that's, that's kind of differences. And, you know, when you become an entrepreneur, there's a lot of times where you'll fail and there's a lot of lessons you'll learn. And uh, that's our topic where we're on here to talk about today is lessons we've learned and kind of things we failed and done in the beginning. And as we said in the beginning of the episode was we've never had some huge failures because we've only been in business me five years or less. I've been in like and three yeah, maybe. And exactly. So not even legit three. So yeah, and I'm sure as the years go on, we're gonna have some bigger failures. There's no doubt about that. Right. But without failing, you never learn, and I don't think you'll succeed unless you fail. I mean, no doubt about it. We failed. There's nothing huge. Yeah, and uh, that, don't that's don't how be it goes. looking to fail to succeed, but just yeah. be okay <clears throat> with failure to oh, succeed. Right, exactly. You want to fail, and <clears throat> if you fail and you don't learn, then it was all for nothing. Yeah. Well, then you just. I'd be scratching your head if I were you, if you failed and didn't learn from it, because that's what it's about. So that like we share on our podcast, we share, um, uh, failures or, uh, hardships for the week. And then I always like to kind of look back and say, you know, well, what did we learn there? Just so maybe they can take that home. Oh yeah. You always have to learn something from failure. Yeah. Yep. So mistakes that I've made, I mean, definitely not huge and crazy and that maybe you're not going to learn any from it, anything from it, but hopefully someone out there will. Um, so mistakes that I made really early on was I went through three business names right off the get go each year that I've been in business. So like I said, I've only been in business for like three years. So my very first year, it was called P and D's lawn landscape. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Things. So, P and D's. What was yeah. that name for? Paul and David's my dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So I just went the general route which is usually never good of just the, you know, name lawn and landscape, yeah. which I mean, it, I guess it can work for, you know, what you're doing, but I, I'd like to, you know, steer away from you know, the general average, you know, what everyone else is doing. Yeah. But you that was my right first in. year. Yeah. Didn't, you know, I was just thinking, Oh, well everyone else is lawn and landscape. So me and my dad, P and D's lawn and landscape. There we go. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so that was the first year, second year it was fuller lawn maintenance. So 
the reason I did for lawn maintenance was Brian's lawn maintenance. I knew it. God, I knew it. <laughs> I was like, you know, your well, last names are so similar. It's Fuller and Fullerton. It's yeah. funny. So yeah. I guess the way I look at business <laughs> is I know I just said, you know, don't go average or the generic way, but life and business is really not as hard as everyone makes it seem like you can just look at other businesses and you know what, if they're succeeding, do what they're doing. Yeah, why I mean, can't you do it? Yeah, why can't I do it too? That's yeah, I mean, it's yourself. just like, it's not like rocket science. If, you know, if they're doing something a certain way and you like what they're doing, you're okay with what they're doing, they're succeeding at what they're doing, then do it their way. Yeah, do it their way. I mean, it's not really, you know, crazy. Yeah, and learn from them. There's so many resources to learn and we were talking about that in the beginning of the episode and even like our show. Just listen to information from your line of work. And like, if you want to start a lawn care business, you should be listening to all these podcasts like us, obviously I'm just (laughs) going to say that, Uh, (laughs) but like Paul and Brian and all that, because all the people like them personally have great information, but all the people they interview, Mm -hmm. they've all been through so much and all that. So you can learn so much. That's what I did my second year. I I was working at W2 and I was like, you know, I'm going it all in on this next year. And Brian had just started his podcast that year. Mm-hmm. And while I was working my job, I was able to wear headphones. So I literally listened to all his podcasts. I was listening to podcasts while I was at work every single day and just taking an in info, you know, yeah. and it fires you up and motivates. Oh you. yeah. I was, I was ready to rock and roll. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Like if I'm ever, um, if it's raining, like it's a middle mowing season, it's raining or like, I just don't feel like working like a certain day or like a week or I'm just kind of not feeling it. I'll go like watch mowing videos and then I'll like, I'm like, man, I gotta get out there and cut some grass now. I'm excited. Let's do it. Yeah. And stuff like that. So it'll, it'll definitely fire you up and, and you'll learn a lot from it. The only app every landscaper needs. Company Cam makes it dead simple to communicate, document, and problem solve with guys in the field, no matter where you are. Company Cam brings documentation, communication, and liability protection together in one simple, easy to use app for you and your entire team. Take unlimited photos and videos, share custom reports, create flawless before and afters, and even communicate and share progress with homeowners, with galleries, and projects timelines all from your smartphone company cam the only app every landscaper needs check it out at companycam.com forward slash green or find it in your app store the link will also be in today's show notes Hey, Landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you? Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. It's Brittany here with the Hardscape Academy. If you're serious about keeping good, qualified people around, then you have to train them. You can say, well, what if they leave? I've trained them and I've spent all this time and resources on it. But 
What if they stay and you haven't taken that time to train them and they're not able to grow within your company and run their own jobs? That falls on you. So check out the hardscapeacademy.com to train yourself and your crews. This month, we're going to be launching our crewman paver training video. This video is for your employees. It is the how to hardscaping and not so much the why everything is done the way it is. In this 45 minute video, you'll be able to brief your employees on paver installation basics so they're ready to crush the day on site with you. The hardscapeacademy.com is the place to get skills and training for you and your crew so you can excel as a professional hardscaper and grow your company. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. Check out thehardscapeacademy.com. So now you were at Fuller Lawn Maintenance. Lawn Maintenance, and then now you're... Yeah, at Fuller Property Solutions. Yeah. So my reasoning from... What's going, next year's name going to look like? I'm kidding. <laughs> no, we're, we're staying for the, with this because I've done too much branding now. <laughs> Which, I mean, you can do a lot of branding and rechange your branding, but it just costs money and headaches, and which is fine. You know, if it's going to be better, then do it. I mean, yeah. but I'm, I'm happy with this now. Uh, you know, I like this route, but I'm with Fuller Property Solutions now. Um, I probably got that from someone else too. I don't, I don't, I don't know who, but, um, yeah, but it's your last name. So it's branded by you. Yeah. But that was one thing I would argue is if you can keep your name out of it, you know, keep it, keep it somewhat sellable. You know, if you're fuller lawn or fuller property solutions, they're expecting fuller or, I mean, maybe, That's true. That's maybe true. they have no recollection what fuller means. They're just like uh, fuller property solutions. It's just fuller property solutions. It's full of property solutions. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe they're not connecting that with the last name or anything like that. But, um, like, I don't know, a good example, trifecta landscaping. I doubt his last name's trifecta, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just a really good sellable name in the future. Yeah. Um, excellence in lawn care. You always want to be, you know, <laughs> planning for your end strategy, which I think most people is either selling it. If you're not going to sell it, give it to your kids. They might sell it. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But, um, it's always good to have, you know, your end goals in mind. But I guess my big takeaway is when you're planning, you know, for your business name, because now like all my friends, family, they are like fuller property maintenance, <laughs> fuller lawn solutions. <laughs> fuller, I know they don't know. I change it so many times and that's my own fault. <laughs> and then it cost me money because, and you know, I bought business cards. I bought, you know, uh, you know, truck signs right, and, right. and it just costs you money in the long run. And, and get it in an LLC to start with. I was in a sole proprietorship, but I just mm-hmm. didn't know, you know, I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know about getting in LLC and I thought, you know, sole proprietorship, it's just me, sole proprietorship. Here we are. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. So but, there's another little small mistake you could include in the, yeah. part of that. Yeah. I, I mean, but I wish we not. could share like these life shattering. I mean, it would suck if they were life shattering, <laughs> but I, I just want, it'd be nice to be able to give you guys some amazing content. Some amazing but, failures to learn from. Yeah. And I don't even have like... I have, I don't have any big failures. I have like small little failures, like every now and then, like during the week or like during mowing, like as in a mower tire, just popping or mm-hmm. a battery and a truck died, which it's still half dying all the time. And that Chevy, <laughs> screw you Chevy. Um, and no, just cause of the plow or something's going on or, um, something, but it's more so. I mean, there's a lot of failures we could go through here and, and sit all day with these little Yeah, if you want to hear some fa- failures, go to our other episodes. We share <laughs> share the regular ones. Yeah, we'll there. go through, yeah, like the daily through the week episodes and all that stuff. But um, some of the huge things that you just learned from being an entrepreneur, like 
you won't, if you're not an entrepreneur and you're listening, you're not, you don't own a business yet, or you're thinking about it, you won't really learn anything until you just jump right into it. I mean, you can go through and listen to all these podcasts and get all this information and feel confident about starting your business and jumping into it. But you don't really learn that well unless you're in it and doing it. And that's when you really learn. And a good example of that is we were just at a dinner with uh, Jesse Zimmerman, or is that? Good question. Oh, I feel bad now. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm good. And I hope you're listening and I hope you're not mad at us for botching that. No, I'm kidding. Oh uh, yeah. We were just at a dinner with Jesse Zimmerman and he's out of Sandusky. So he drove a little, what, a little bit. Is that an hour and a half or an hour? I think it's about an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So he drove a little bit to just kind of pick, uh, you know, Kyle's mind and, you know, your Braden's brain about, you know, what we're doing. Cause he, him, his girlfriend and his business partner are thinking about starting up a lawn care company. So, I mean, you guys can do that too. If you want to drive out here or yeah. if, if you guys want to call us or, you know, we can have you on the show. Um, just let us know. But yeah, that was a good example of, uh, shit. I can't remember. How I was going with that. <laughs> it's a good example of somebody, um, starting their business and oh, yeah. trying to learn all about it. But like we told him, we can tell you all this information. It's great stuff. You're going to learn a lot because we've been doing it for a while. Um, but until you start, you're going to learn so much more when you get going. Yeah. Cause there was yeah. so many things we were like, it just kind of depends. <laughs> I know he would ask a question. David goes, well, it just depends on your area. It just depends on the yard. It just depends. And that's, that's it's, exactly it's a, right. It's the fact. It I mean, all we kinda, depends. Yeah. You, you can get your averages, you know, what other people are doing all day, but until you get into the meat, the, you know, whatever, you're just not going to know like a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, that's just why you got to kind of take your leap and. Exactly. I mean, we can give you the best advice all day long, but until you actually do it yourself, you know. Yeah, exactly. And one of the, we talked about with him is like just things we've learned over the years. And, um, one big thing is that I've learned is having your company image like so, so well, you know, there's all those guys running around chucking a truck, this rusty truck, rusty trailer. And I kind of feel bad for those people because they just don't have the funds. It seems like, or they just don't care. But David and I have nice trucks. We have nice equipment. Mowers are always washed. The mowers always look good. Like all these other companies. Yeah, yeah. you're right. In the spring, it's kind of rough. Um, but I think I've learned as your your image is everything. And if you, you want a good, clean logo, you want a good name, um, and you want good looking equipment, if you can. If you can get a nice truck and nice equipment, absolutely go for it because it's going to be more expensive to start out. But I think in the long run, it's going to benefit you because if as a customer, I would rather choose you or me over chucking a truck with a rusty truck and they're smoking just, cigarettes you and they're sketchy. They're and you don't know if they're going to show up. Exactly. So I think having a good company image definitely sets you apart and beats you in the long run, especially in the lawn care business. Cause you're talking mowing grass here, <laughs> you know, anybody can do it. Yeah. So it's the little details <clears throat> I feel like for lawn care, because it's so easily to get into <laughs> that. I mean, it's just the barrier to entry is so low. So I feel like it's the little details that separate you. And if you want high end clients, I feel like you have to present a high end value. You know, they usually high end people, you know, there's a reason they shop at high end places. They buy high end things. Well, I mean, what sense would it make? You know, they buy all these high end stuff and then they they hire, you know, the most low quality guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's where's your, where's your market at? You're going to I would rather be in the richer neighborhoods and richer parts and charge a they high have the dollar. Most disposable income. Yeah. And the fact that our equipment 
we should be in that that zone because our companies are are like that. They look like we're a high quality company, which we are. I won't mm-hmm. toot our horn or anything, but I think we're high quality companies. Um, so I'd rather be there than you know cutting thirty dollars yards down in Eastside Toledo. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's one big business lesson I've learned from from just going through the years of doing it is the better you look from the outside, the better I think you'll do. Yeah. from the customer's pertained value of you. I mean, you guys were saying to me when I was at Applebee's, oh, you're looking like you're on Wall Street or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, dress for success. Yes. I mean, it's David same, dressed a little nice. <laughs> I mean, it's the same for business. I mean, you want to be successful. I feel like you got to present like, I mean, you can afford what you can afford, but at the end of the day, you want to be the best. I feel like you got to look the best. Yes, you have to get the best stuff as you can, I would think so. Yeah, I mean... I feel like everything is afford the best that you can yeah, or buy the best that you can, yep. you know, without absolutely, you know, going bankrupt. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's the other thing I learned too. And I'm sure everybody has, at least in lawn care is buying the best you can, which, in, and that means buying the right equipment. So even if it's like a few extra hundred or even a couple, oh, yeah. couple thousand more. Absolutely. And that's one thing we were talking with him was like, get the biggest blower you possibly can when it comes to leaves because it'll pay off. (laughs) And when you're shopping for blowers, there's a couple hundred dollar difference between like a lower grade one and the best one. Um, But if you have the best one, you'll save so much more time that the money won't even, the money difference doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So over the years, you know, I bought different equipment and all that stuff. I haven't had residential equipment in a long time um, because I've learned. Yeah. Um, Even if buying the right equipment is huge and you buy residential versus commercial, you save yourself on, you know, repairs uh, and you'll have better quality. Oh yeah, absolutely. Residential is not meant to cut a hundred yards a week (laughs) or like run a hundred times a day, you know, like the trimmers. Um, It's just not meant for that. So you have to pay, pay for the better stuff and it'll, it'll work better in the long run and suit you better. I mean, if you're going to pay less, expect less. Yes, exactly. You pay for what you get. Yeah. And with business, you pay for what you get. So if if someone's going to, if they're paying for a $30 yard for a guy to cut their grass, chucking a truck again with a rusty truck, they're paying this guy 30 bucks. And then we come along and we say, Hey, same property. It's $50. They say, well, why is it $50? This guy charged me 30. And I'm like, do you see what you're getting with a $30 guy mowing your grass? Like, do you even feel safe with your kids outside with this guy mowing your grass? Like what? So you get what you pay for. And the same thing with business. I'm not good. I mean, it's, uh, that's probably about a half hour for both, both clips, almost half hour. Uh, It's supposed to be 20. (laughs) He's at like 20 ish. That's okay. We want to wrap it up. Yeah, we grab it. Okay. Is there anything else you want to add? No, not really. That's not okay. But um, yeah, so that's kind of the the business lessons, little failures you've learned over the years. And I think we're going to kind of wrap things up here. A little bit of a shorter episode for this week. Um, Yeah, but but, we'd definitely love to hear some questions from Paul's audience um, and then maybe get you guys on the podcast because, I mean, we love having guests on and... You know, if you feel comfortable driving out here or we can do a call too. I mean, we love having Yeah, absolutely. Out. We want as many guests as we possibly can. If you've been in business for 10 years, you just started, we or want even, to know what your experience is Even the first year, six months, it doesn't matter. Absolutely. So we want to know. And you can find our podcast on Instagram at Blue Collar Babble Podcast, or you can find me on Instagram. Um, it's at Excellence in Lawn Care LLC and David... 
at Fuller Property Solutions. Yep. On Instagram. And then we'll put that down in the show notes if you're listening on our platform. And again, we just want to thank Paul and, and all his viewers for, for having us on the show and, and all that. And hopefully you guys will get something out of this, you know, because David and I are total failures. We just, we don't know anything. Okay. <laughs> We are. We are. Let's face it. <laughs> we do our best. We're just normal people like everybody else. We're normal, normal people. Normal people doing normal things. Normal people do normal things. But uh, anyways, we're going to wrap it up here. Again, we thank you guys so much for listening. Please check us out on the socials. Give us a five-star review on um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And um, that should be it. David, you all good? Yep. I'll see you guys. All right. We'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks. Thanks again to David and Braden for quarterbacking today's program. I appreciate them taking time to share some lessons they've learned with you. And uh, we can really learn from each other's failures so that we don't make those same mistakes. And we say all the time around here that I want my ceiling to be your floor, where you kind of start where I've peaked. And, and then you use it as a launching board and you just reach your full destiny and then uh, do it in return and, and help somebody else out as you're further along in life, business, and, and so into someone else so that they can maybe take your ceiling as their floor. And uh, it's just that never ending cycle of generosity and helping one another out. So they referenced uh, Brian Fullerton quite a bit and just this community of helping one another and trying to put out quality content to help you take your life business to the next level. It's really special what we got going on here. And I'm excited to share with you guys. I've actually put a really cool project together and uh, we just launched it last week. It's actually, this, this is literal, 101 proven ways to increase efficiency and make more money in lawn care. And so I actually wrote down 101 actionable X's and O's, practical tactics to grow a better landscaping business. And so I actually started cutting that grass, making that cash in 2011 and been doing it for 10 years. Well, then in 2018, when I started uh, this podcast, I had no idea I was going to get to interview hundreds of other folks that have been doing this. And so collectively from my own experiences of actually being out mowing, edging, trimming, blowing, doing mulch, sod, you name it, flowers, pine straw. I learned a lot doing that myself. And then I learned a lot listening to others who have been in this industry, whether it's in lawn maintenance or fertilizer, hardscaping, landscaping. And so I combined both my real life experience with what my ears have heard as the host of this podcast. And I created a list of the top 101 X's and O's practical tactics that I think could, should, should be a checklist as we grow our businesses. And so it was a really fun project to put together and uh, it's a book and it's now available on the Amazon. The title is, and shout out to Mr. Producer for helping me with the title, 101 proven ways to increase efficiency and make more money in lawn care. And my challenge to you is to get the book and then use it as a checklist and actually go through each practical tactic and measure it up to your business. Are you, are you fully efficient in each of the tips and go through and maybe you're 95 of 101. Well, then those other six, hopefully you can tweak your business so that it's clicking on all cylinders and, and you're reaching your full potential. Or maybe you're at like 75 of the 101 
you're like, man, there's 26 things I need to work on. And so I poured my heart and soul into this book and I think it will add a lot of value to your business. So the link will be in today's show notes and hope you will pick up your copy of 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Available on Amazon and also the link in today's show's notes. Excuse me, Mr. Producer. Show notes. <laughs> so he corrected me a while ago. It's not plural, Paul. Show notes. There you go. I think that's how you do it. All right. You guys can hear my head is in Florida already. I am <laughs> ready to hit the highway 75 South, baby, and uh, take the show on the road. So smash that follow button, and hopefully you'll catch us on the next episode. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.